Good evening, Patriots, and it's Sunday, January 1st, in the year 2023, the first podcast of the new year. We had a great show last night. I want to thank everybody for being part of it. Our mods were just amazing. We had just an amazing group of Patriots and mods that just make up this whole community, and it's just very humbling. Those shows are now posted if you want to listen to them. There, there, it was four hours of broadcast. I broke it into two shows, and those are I just got them up I'm about uh, 10 minutes ago, just so you know, in case you were wondering. But they are posted from last night. Just a really great session last night, um, just with everybody together, just being honest and from the heart, and I just think that's the best thing. And I think it was just amazing to just hear the different stories and perspectives on things. So thank you again. Not only to the mods and those that participated in the call, because we had a few that weren't mods that can't called in, but also to all of you who took the time to share that New Year's Eve with us. It was really a, a special. We're gonna. It was a special night. We're gonna make that an annual thing now. So every year we're gonna do the as we do the Bards FM Christmas special. We're gonna do the Bards New Year's live broadcast so that we can define our own world, not the one that the Luciferian armpit-smelling nasties in New York decide 
so that we can watch them play around with their ball, which I don't really care anything about. So with that, let me just do a quick call out to my pillow. They're, they've been an incredible support all this last year. And, um, Mike Lindell has just led an amazing fight for this whole nation. And this has continued to be a, a straight shooter all the way through the year. So MyPillow is, in my opinion, probably one of the top companies in the United States just because its values are so right and so correct. And its products are great. There's no other way to put it. Um, great sheets, great bed, bed supplies, pillows, comforters, you name it. I mean, it's towels for the bathroom. It's all there. And... Mike has just done a real push to try to create a space where people can also have a place to buy and sell. That's a, that's part of the My Store concept that's evolving. And you can find, you know, we have a we have a page on each place. So it's My Store has the Bards FM place. So it's mystore.com forward slash Bards, mypillow.com forward slash Bards. Of course, your Bards is your promo code. You get great discounts with that. And all of that just helps. It's a complete process of just helping everybody. And it's just a great thank you to Mike Lindell and MyPillow for all that they have done and continue to do. And all of the great thank you to you all for making that possible. Just really quite amazing. So, again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. As we start out this year, that's, they're going to be a big part of this coming year as well. All these links that we talk about each night are below the podcast, which is really nice. We also have um, Founders Bibles, which is a big one this year. Thefoundersbible.com. So remember to use your BARDS code there for 20% off. That's probably one of the most important documents you can have in your hand. So that as well. So all these links are below the podcast. Okay. So I didn't give some reflection last night. Um, one of the things that really struck me, and I and if you were listening to the program, I was I, I repeated that theme a number of times, which is that as people told their stories, which was interesting to me, we all have the stories of what's going on in our states or our counties or our provinces. But when we took those stories down to the person, what we discovered is there wasn't a lot that the government or this mandate had done to harm our lives. Now, I'm not going to say that that's outrightly correct, but I can tell you that from the number of conversations that I've had this last year and in the last months as well, and including my life, I would honestly say things have gotten better, not worse, which is a really interesting thing to say. I mean, my relationship with Christ is deeper than I ever imagined. The, the sort of intimacy I have with Father God is greater. Walking in the Holy Spirit's just more fulfilling than ever. Priorities are right. Workload is high as it's ever been, but more satisfying than I've ever imagined. And the purpose and intent of being here in this time, in this place, literally is getting more and more crystal clear by the day. So when I look at the perspective, and I, I have these conversations locally a lot, because you know, we are the state that has 30 solid red counties out of 36. There's three purple counties. They're, they're more red than they are blue. And then there's three turd bags. 
that are all blue, and then one in particular that's just rancid, and that's Portland, Multnomah County. So it's a state that's been hijacked effectively by one county and a legislature that comes out of that with a governor that comes out of that. And our current governor is you know, bisexual train wreck, and that's probably her biggest claim to fame is she wants everybody to know she's bisexual, which I could care less. But nonetheless, I can't tell you how many times I encounter these conversations locally and people will say, yeah, but Kate Brown said, or Kate Brown's going to do this. And I'm, and I, I, I do always do the same thing. I look around and I'm like, where's Kate Brown? Well, well, she said this. I'm like, okay, where's Kate Brown? Do you see Kate Brown in this room? Do you see Kate Brown in this county? In fact, Kate Brown does not visit this county, by the way. She hates my county. And we share the hate the other way. Can't stand her. So my point of this is, you know, I drive around this county. I've got the other property we're building out. We've got my in-town property. And as I move around and I'm seeing things, outside of people being weak and complying to rules that someone has told them to, there's no mandates here. I mean, there was a period that was tough because we had OSHA and we had businesses trying to survive, and so they had to make the real, like, you're going to have to wear a mask sort of stuff. But we were having this conversation over breakfast or brunch this morning, New Year's brunch, and it's talking about the locally owned businesses of how they really did everything they could to fight against it, a number of them, not all of them, but a number of them. Uh, I've mentioned before, like, the there's a local diner that's become the like the only restaurant I'll eat in town. At. Well, there's actually two others. I shouldn't say that. But one of the only restaurants I'll eat at, if I eat out, which is not very often, like once every four or five months. But that's Casey's Diner. And Casey's refused to comply to any of the rules from day one. They even got dinged with a $15,000 fine, and the community came out and paid for the fine. And Casey's turned around and gave the money back to the community and said, no, we got this. And they did, and they won. So that's one thing. Um, you have a coffee shop here called My Coffee, and then you've got another, I think it's called Black and Blue. It's another nice restaurant. And they all these are all small businesses that basically just gave the big middle finger to the state and said, no, we're not going to comply. And that was consistent within our county because the county here made it very clear that we are not enforcing any sort of state mandates. We're just going to take the position of education because they saw them as unconstitutional. So what, I'm, I'm starting with this tonight because I, I want to just make a point is that effectively nothing changed other than people listening to the rhetoric and the propaganda of the state. And if you let that narrative live in your head, that narrative is the narrative of the father of lies. And it will overcome the narrative that God gave us, which is we have dominion. We have dominion. I, I, and so part of what I'm bringing up from last night is that the number of times that we I talked about the stories and this is not a criticism and it's not a condemnation or anything. It's just an observation because we all did it. I did it today and I'll tell that story in a minute. We're going along and we're t- telling these narratives because they have been railed at our brains for 900 days, 24 seven. And we don't even realize that what we're doing is we're painting a story. That's their story, not God's story. 
It's Satan's story, not not our story. And if you really look at your life, and I and and look, I'm not going to say everybody's in the same position because I know some people have lost family members. It's been hard. You've been separated from family. I get that. Some people have had to make the hard choice of not working in jobs to avoid the vax. I get that. So I'm not saying in any way is is that if you are in a place where you've stood held the line, you are going to be in an amazing position going into this 2023. And I would argue that if you're really honest with yourself, which is in the things that matter, which is the, the things that matter are the things like your relationship with God. I would probably argue, I will argue that almost universally to the person that's been walking that path, your life has improved. Now, I, like I said, I can't speak for everybody, and I'm not trying to, but I am going to challenge you to really look at your life and be honest because we can't, we literally cannot take on the burdens of other people's decisions. We have worked so hard over 900 days, roughly, to keep people from doing the wrong thing. But at the end of the day, we can't save the world. We just we are diligently doing what we are called to do in our heart. We're leading and following what Jesus wants us to do. So as difficult as this is, especially when it gets close to home and friends and family that you watch, and I'm going to be honest, I'm dealing with a family member right now who's starting to get sick regularly, long sicknesses. And it, I knew this was coming. We all knew this was coming. This person is in denial, and they took the vax, and they took the boosters. I, I can't stop that. I cannot, and it's not going to, if this continues down the path that I think it may go, it's going to be really painful to witness. But I also have to hold that line in that very difficult place to say, okay, God, we've done what we can. We'll pray for him doesn't mean it doesn't hurt in the heart, but it's not our burden to carry. And this is a, a place where we have to keep really clear on because what is happening so much with this propaganda is it's so overwhelming that we begin to look at this as and forget, in my opinion, that we're literally the children of the Most High. And that means something. This is why I say so much, I can't stand this narrative. It comes out when people say, you're not worthy. It's like, I am worthy. I hate to tell you. Because Christ died for me. And Father's standing with me. And he wouldn't have done that for some schmuck that wasn't worthy. That doesn't mean I won't sin. And it doesn't mean I don't repent. But it definitely means that God thinks pretty highly of me. And that's pretty amazing when you think, think about that. So as we work with him and we start to work through this, we have to get very honest with ourselves about where this where we are in the position of this fight. The only thing the father of lies has going is this information insidious brain war of trying to get us to believe that somehow we've lost. I mean, if you if you doubt what I'm saying, Take somebody who does these apocalyptic visions, and there's plenty of them out there right now, trust me. 
And if you can get to talk to somebody about the apocalyptic visions, there's a meteor coming that's going to kill everybody on Earth. Okay. We're going to have planet Nebru come. It's going to destroy everything. The fallen are going to jump off the planet Nebru and come here and be the new Antichrist. The Antichrist is going to come into the world. It's like, okay, cool. And? And is it, is it going to get, is it, is the world going to be horrible forever? And they're, they can't go there. Because that's not what Scripture's telling us. God's got this thing. He's asking us to hold the line. We have to be fierce, ferocious. We have to be the children of the Most High. And at a certain point, there'll be some inter- intercession, so to speak. But we've got this in a really amazing way. And we have done this. I mean, this is the part that this is what I was kind of reflecting on today. It's like, man, we've done this. Trust me, there's more to come. We all know that. This year is going to get nuts. I'm okay with it. But see, that's just it. As we can look at it, we can start laughing. It's like, oh, this is going to be another one. It's going to be some crazy. Probably get like, you know, lizard heads or something walking around the streets. I have no idea. I mean, at this point, I'm ready for just about anything. I have someone say like, dude, you wouldn't believe it. I was at the supermarket the other day and a hot dog jumped out of the package and started walking down the aisle and then just jumped into somebody's, some lady's purse. That was it. I'd be like, huh? Was it genetically modified food? Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for that. I mean, that's about where we are, right? It's about that crazy. What? we are experiencing at this moment in time is a massive fear of who we are. And those that have taken the vax, those that have worn the mask, those that have bowed down and kissed the butt of the deep state, which they have. And even those that are now reforming, I mean, and I, and I'm, this is probably going to step on some toes and I'm sorry, but the fact is that those that have, taken the shot and now are coming over. We love you. We want you to be over with us, but you're going to have to own the fact that you succumb to your own fears and to great weakness and you didn't lean in on Jesus and you have to own that. And you need to own the fact that we didn't, that we were fighting for our freedoms and for everyone else's freedoms because we love them and we love this country And in the process of loving y'all who took the vax, you absolutely brutalized us. And guess what? We're sitting here right now going, okay, whatever. We're, We're working on forgiving hearts. We're working on loving hearts. And we're turning justice over to Father. But we're still trying to help. We're still trying to pray for them. We're still trying to bring them in. My point is that if you've walked this far and you haven't taken the vax and you haven't succumbed to these rules and you haven't taken the mask thing, I mean, whatever. Mask is pretty harmless, but the principle was there. We've literally won a massive victory. And at certain points, you have to look at yourself and go, I'm part of the winning team. (laughs) You're part of God's team. And that's a pretty big winning team. And that's a great winning team. And there's a, that strength that you gain from that. 
is just profound. Because you sit back and, and if you really think about it, you're, you've now become a seasoned soldier. And they say that in a, if a soldier's dropped into high-intensity combat, like Vietnam era, that once they get into that, they've got approximately, depending on what position you're in, but there's like this lifespan. It's just crazy. It's like 30-minute lifespan you have. Sometimes it's less. And I'm not exaggerating about this either. This is the person new into a combat theater, deep into a firefight right off the bat. What's their lifespan? It's about 30 minutes. However, if they endure that and they survive that 30 minutes, their potential for survival goes up some exponential amount, like 100 or 1,000 times over the length of their tour. Now, where we are after 900 days, if you think about it and think back about it, like someone says mask and you're like, no. Someone gets all up in your face about it, you're like, um, I really have some better things to do. And we're just like, it doesn't even phase us. Initially, those were big things. Now we're like, yeah, whatever, we're not playing your game. Yeah, whatever. Backs, no, not a chance. I've already been through this game. You're not going to do it to me. Sorry. We're done. Have a nice day. Good luck with you. Because we've, we've already had that victory. And they haven't. And they have, they're clinging on to it. The, they're clinging on to the compliance, not the victory, but the compliance because it's all they have. And it's sad. But it's that strength that we have to endure this that becomes that light that we truly need. There's a piece written here by John Rich on Twitter. It says, this is today, no matter how crazy this next 364 days become, remember who is in full control. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the creator of everything, our Father, who can never be shaken. Enter this year with confidence and peace. He's got the whole world in his hands, dead on. So celebrate that. Be strong every day. Don't take the weight the burden, like we're all like, oh, we're trying to get through this. Ah, oh, whatever. We already did that. We, we got this thing now. We're, we're in a really good position. And we are in the place to start defining the game, not being victim of their rules. That's a big difference. And it's huge. Kim.com wrote today, Happy New Year from New Zealand. This year, the multipolar world begins, which is true. 2023 is a turning point. Buckle up. It's going to get wild. So just to give you that multipolar, what that means is we were in a bipolar world in the Cold War. That was Russia and the United States as two great superpowers. Well, at least as their narrative went, two great superpowers. They could annihilate all of humanity with nuclear powers, with their nuclear forces. That was their narrative. And there was this idea of mad, mutually assured destruction, this strategy that we keep peace because each of us could wipe out the entire world. It's just some lunacy that somebody came up with. And then after that period, when Russia or Soviet, when the Soviet Union collapsed, that was the end of Glasnost, 
And that's when you started to, you saw the rise of Russia. And I don't know if you were watching the Winter Olympic Games at that time. It was really crazy because the Soviet flag during the games, everybody who was there under the Soviet flag, their flag was removed. And then suddenly this red, white, was it, is it white, red, blue, whatever the white, blue, red, whatever their flag is, this other thing came up and they were, it was so awkward for them because that's, they understood the Soviet flag, whether you agreed with it or not is irrelevant. That was a flag they were under. Suddenly this other thing comes up, which is the Russian Federation. Don't, don't be surprised if we see something like that either. Very seriously. I mean, don't, you, got, you have to separate yourself now from these, what I will call the idols of control. Right? I know everybody loves the flag. They love, they like to talk about the stars and stripes and all this. Look, I'm just going to tell you, there's going to be some changes. And it's going to be a big shakeup. So the multipolar world now is, as the Soviet Union fell, we went to a monopolar world, which was the United States as as a singular entity of control over the entire world. We literally became the world's police force. And that's when you saw the rise of Nazi Europe, otherwise known as the Nazi Atlantic Treaty Organization. I'm sorry, I guess that's North Atlantic. <laughs> and the United Nazi, United Nazis, which is also be the UN. So we saw all that come up in its full strength. And so in that period of time, the deep state raped and pillaged every bit of technology they could take from Russia and from us, and they gave it to China so that China could become the new great power. And they could build all these great ghost cities and prepare for the great pivot, which they were going to destroy the United States. That started in when George Bush's famous speech, the NWO, the New World Order speech. He is such a dirtbag. But anyway, um, so now we're back to what's called a multipolar world. And what that is is that the part that's sewn the whole world together has been the dollar hegemony meaning the dollar has controlled and woven everything together, the trade principles, where they've used the common SWIFT system, which is for banking, all of this. And all this together is unraveling. And so you've got the BRICS nations, you're going to have something come out of the U.S. will be some sort of whatever we are going to be, like the North and South American Treaty Organization or something, who knows. And then they're going to have... You're going to see the collapse of Europe likely this year, collapse of the EU, which will be a blessing to the whole world. And you're going to start seeing the breakoffs of clusters of, of nation states coming together, and they're all going to be pitted against each other as they bring together, and it's all going to be based on currency connections, right? So you're going to see like the yen is going to rise up and create its sphere of influence, and you're going to see a new digital dollar that will rise up to create its influence. You'll see the ruble and you'll see the, the yuan, and you're going to see the renminbi, and all these things are going to pick a cluster of, of power, each one of them. And they'll have nation states around them, and then they'll all be trading and having trade wars. This is the multipolar world. It's going to get a little crazy. We are not going to be the big boys on the block anymore. And the dollar is going to pretty much, the Fed dollar is going to pretty much die over the next 364 days, in my opinion. And it's going to be pretty ugly as we go through this. It's going to be rough. 
So there's going to be a lot of pressure in the United States, and you're going to hear a lot of it to accelerate us into these new horizons of technology. And they're going to do a lot. You're going to see a lot of political attempts to brush all this past years under the rug. It'd be like, oops, we didn't mean to create the mRNA vax. We just kind of didn't do it right. You think I'm kidding. Listen to this. This came out on December 28th, 2022. These are all these people that worship Musk. I love this. This, this When I find stuff like this, I just shake my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a patriot. Listen to this. Synthetic mRNA has incredible potential. That's Elon Musk. And then you've got this guy, uh, Peter H. Diamandis, MD. And he adds, and it's just the beginning. Wait till design is being driven by AIs and quantum melt models. People vastly underestimate the amount of biomedical progress we're likely to make this decade. Well, thanks, Peter. It only costs us 7,500 people a day, most of which are millennials. 2,500 a day on the average that are dying. 5,000 a day that are being disabled. But I'm sure that mRNA is going to work out just fine. So this is the sort of insanity you're going to start seeing a lot of this year because there's tech people and people that are obsessed with technology are ignorant of humanity. And they don't care about the consequences. They will get to it at any cost possible. There's no relationship with God. There's no accountability for the disasters they take. And that's going to be up to us. And it's going to be up to us making hard decisions about how we want to stand in the future. We are now making the decision for the direction in which humanity in this country will go. And our voice is huge. It may not seem like it sometimes because maybe you don't have the influence of an Elon Musk or you don't have the influence of the way you want. But I go back to what we are. We are the children of the Most High. Last, I don't know where Musk sits. What I know is he's, he doesn't proclaim Christ, nor does Trump. And he sure does like his Baphomet avatar. Whatever and whoever Musk is, because he's not one person. One person did not do that at Twitter, and Musk is not, doesn't look the same as he used to be. So we're into a pretty crazy period coming up. And it's going to require us to literally anchor down and enjoy what we witness through the eyes and, and faith in Father. So let me give you a great example of this. And I, this was like the greatest story. Of all the stories to happen on today, this one probably made me feel better than any story I heard all last year. And it was on the first day of January. And it's fantastic because San Francisco was pounded with over five inches of rain on New Year's Eve, causing severe flooding across the entire city. Now, I know some people are going to be, who don't know me, are going to be like, dude, that's really dark. You're going to be voting, proud, happy that there's flooding. And it's like, yeah, I am actually. Number one, I can't think of a city more deserving to be flooded than San Francisco. But the most amazing thing is it literally washed all the poop out of the city. I'm not exaggerating. All that human feces that these 
poor schmucks have been spending hours walking around on their cell phones taking pictures of and geolocating for that damn app that they created? Just like that, it all got washed away and dumped into the sewer. And I just smile. I'm like, this is literally like God working right here. It's like, okay, watch this. I'm really getting tired of my cities and the way they are and you treating my children the way they are. So I'm just going to like flush the toilet. See how this works on New Year's Eve. And away it goes. And just like that, the city's clean. <laughs> we, you, you expect to see like this little guy in a white boat, white suit, a little motor running around going, I'm the tidy bowl man. I'm here to clean up. <laughs> but we didn't even get that much fun. Sure would be great though. I would be digging it. So, so San Francisco's toilet got flushed. On New Year's Eve, I'm like, thank you, Father. That's awesome. <laughs> I think that's great. Can we do that some other cities too? This is fantastic. So it's taking the perspective. I mean, think about it. We have been praying for justice, right? And if we're not going to take a look at and acknowledge justice, where justice comes by Father's hand, we're not really doing the right thing at all. That's some serious justice right there. It's like, yep, going to clean the streets for you, going to flush it all out, going to overrun your cities with water. We're going to clean everything. We're going to cause the stuff off the mountains to fall on you. Just clean it all out. It's going to clean San Francisco. It's time to, time to get a bath. And he did. So I think that's awesome. And I think this is really important to maintain that perspective and the willingness to laugh a little bit and the willingness to sit back and not take everything on our shoulders because we can't. And if we do, we're going to really, it's really going to suck. This year is going to have so many crazy things coming. I have no idea what to expect. Okay. But I just know that by, and I've been reading across a lot of different stuff in the last couple weeks to kind of prime up for the new year and you can just see it brimming it's like it's almost like you're looking at a pot that's boiling and the lid is starting to shake like I'm better yet like when you I think you know what I'm talking about if you've ever cooked I hope you have spaghetti and you know that when that water starts to boil if you don't get that wood spoon in there right away that sucker will boil over and it just will it's just like that water turns into a never-ending foam it just goes everywhere all over the stove. He's like, how is that possible? That's not even possible. That's like I created matter out of nothing. And it was a bunch of spaghetti and water. And it just went out of everywhere. And it just like blew over the whole top. And this about where we are. We're at that little level right now where the spaghetti is sitting there and you're, you're looking at it. Or the pasta. You know, and you're like, oh, it's going to boil. And you're looking for the wood spoon to keep it down. And it's... And it's not handy. <laughs> and so you're about ready to watch a mess. That's about what 2023 is going to be like, in my opinion. So we can either get stressed by it or we can sit back and go, you know, I am a son or a daughter of the Most High. And God loves me. And I love God. And I walk with Jesus. And I love Jesus. 
I'm not going to let you interrupt my barbecue. I'm not going to let you interrupt my dinner, my day, my sleep. No way, man. We're going to just keep pushing forward because part of what we are doing. <laughs> that was the, you know, I love when I do this and I look over, you're wondering when I'm laughing. I'm looking at some of the comments. There's always somebody, always somebody that throws in a comment that cracks me up. And this is the great one. Be the spoon. Be the spoon. Yeah. So be the spoon. Don't be the spaghetti water or the pasta water. Be the spoon. That's just it. I mean, this is this is a time when we have to step in to the beautiful people that we are. God did not put us here to be morose, to be walking around like, oh, 2023. I've seen so many memes like people are like people stepping on a landmine for 2023. People like peeking around the corner like, what are we going to do? If, if you wanted to see my meme for, for like 2023, it'd be like me ripping open the blinds and the sun shining in at me. And I'm going, here I am, baby. <laughs> of course, I, I you'd see a couple other things, too, like the 45 on my hip and my sword on my other hip and you'd see my long range rifle on my back and you'd probably have my shotgun on the front and then I'd have my kit ready to go. But nonetheless, I'd be jumping in the middle of the sun going, here I am, let's bring it, let's go. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, because we know our mod, Punky, if she did it, she would have, if you don't know Punky in the mod, you need to get involved into the chat. But if it was Punky doing this, she would rip those blinds open and she would have a flamethrower in her hand. She'd be like, bring the snow. I'm ready. But there you go. Embrace this 2023. This is how we win. We win this thing by stepping into the world boldly and fearlessly. And it's not even, it shouldn't even be a question of how, if, there should be no hesitation because we are who we are. And if there's anything that we should have learned in the last 900 days of miserable Nazism that was around us, it's that through God, we could overcome and have overcome anything. We've lost friends. We've lost family members. We've had people kick us out of places, point the finger at us, want us put in, in, into internment camps, talk about having us killed. We've had churches closed. We've had been segregated from networks of people. We've been bumped off the internet. And that's even this, that's just the beginning. You've, we've had doctors tell us we're crazy. We've had, I mean, what else do you want, right? And here we sit and we're like, okay. You got anything else? Because Satan, I'm going to tell you what. We've taken your load of crap for the last three years. We're done. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Have a nice day. I've got Jesus, and I'm still standing with Jesus, just like I've always been standing with Jesus. And if you haven't figured it out yet, there's nothing you're going to do to me. You're not going to rock my heart. You're not going to change my position. The more you hit me, the more you go after me. You just piss me off even more because my righteousness just gets me deeper into Father God. You light the fires of righteousness even more. And I look at you and I'm like, keep coming because it's not going to work. There's nothing that's going to keep me from pushing forward under that banner of Christ in occupying and expanding the kingdom. It's not going to, there's nothing that'll stop me. So 2023 is a really important year. 
So as I try to do on Sundays is kind of bring it down home. So this morning, I left here at the house. I drove up to the other property. I got there about 6.30. Got to see the sunrise coming in. And um, if you've seen the Christmas special, at the end of that Christmas special, there's a single frame at the very end. That mountain you're looking at in, the, in that picture is Mount Scott from the property. And I got in and the cows were hungry, but they couldn't be fed this morning because we had to use food to kind of entice them in to get a, half of them split. We're splitting the herd right now. So they got fed late, but they let the whole valley know that they were not happy with me, that I did not feed them, and that's okay. So my parents came up, and we had just an amazing brunch. We sat, we looked outside at the views, we talked, we reflected on the last year, and we just enjoyed the day of 2023, the first day of the year at least the way our calendar works. I'm going to say that because we were already looking at, this is probably another one of their lies, but whatever. For the day that we consider the first day of the year at this point in juncture in time, that day. And I just had some chances to just be with Father God today. And it was pretty calm. And... If there's just anything that I got from it, it was this. As I talked about last night, you got to keep a foot in the trench, deep in the trenches, and you got to keep a foot in the kingdom. But you can't get so sucked into the kingdom on the high end that you forget what you're doing on the ground. And you can't get so sucked into the trenches that you forget where you come from in the kingdom. So it's a difficult balance, but it's a walk now that we're ready to make because we have all the experience under our belt. And if there's just one thing that he has been pounding on me since last week and last night and all this morning, it was this. Like, what's with the morose stuff? Let's knock it off. I've got this. Do you not trust me? Whatever Satan's play is, let him roll. At the end of this, I win. We all win. Just hold the line and enjoy the walk with me. I think that's pretty straightforward. So when you get a chance this week, I would encourage you just to walk out into nature somewhere. Whether you're in the desert, whether you're in the mountains, whether you're in the snow, doesn't matter. Just take time to stroll with him. Just let him show you the world the way he sees it. Because I want to tell you something. (laughs) If you're stressed, he's not. He's just watching. And he loves us all. And he loves us immensely. And that door is as wide open as it's ever been for us to get as close to him as as we desire. It's our free will to do so. To choose to get deeper or choose not to. I would hope to choose to get deeper. To run after him like never before. And just know that he's got this with us. And that we're part of this. 
It's not just him coming to save us because that's not the way it works. We're part of this solution and he loves us for it and he's experiencing it with us. And whenever we need him, we just lean in a little bit. He's got the wisdom. He's got everything we need. That should be, I would hope, how you are looking at forward to 2023 because that's how I'm seeing it. I'm ready. It's like, bring it. I don't care what you got. Bring it. Because I'm going to keep walking with Father. I'm going to have that banner of Jesus above me. I got the Holy Spirit flowing through my heart. And I'm laughing at the whole thing going, yeah, it's pretty much a clown show. But we're going to walk with joy. And we're going to bring the sunshine in everywhere we go. Let's pray. Father, I just want to thank you for the beginning of the year, at least the year as we celebrate it now. And just the, just the calmness that we can face this time with. We just pray for those out here that however they, wherever their station is in life, whatever they're looking at things right now, just to feel that wonderful space with you. Just to take some time to breathe with you, breathe in, breathe out. Just to be in that space of understanding that we're walking in this together, all of us. And we're really doing an amazing job. It's hard for us sometimes to admit that. But we're doing an amazing job because of you, Father. Because you've never left us. You've never forsaken us. You stood right there with us. You've endured our stupidity. You've, re- you've endured our silliness. You've endured everything. But even more than that, you've lived through it and experienced it with us. And that's the part we forget so often is that we are working with you and you're working through us. So we just pray that people will embrace that relationship in its deepest level, that we're sharing this experience together. Just an amazing walk, an amazing time. And sure, things look sometimes like they're a mountain before us. We don't need superhero powers because we've got you. We don't need to jump tall buildings in a single bound because we have you. So whatever befalls us, and this is our part of our prayer tonight, Father, is that whatever befalls us, let us just remember that you're always with us. Right there. All we have to do is lean in a little bit. We just keep walking. So thank you. And Jesus, thank you, because it's just this constant reminder of what we've been given because of all that you sacrificed and all that you continue to give and teach us. May we walk as you on this earth. May we embrace the greatness of things that you said we would achieve, to step on snakes and scorpions, to do greater works than he, and not to hesitate, but just to simply realize that those were your words to us, not metaphors but statements of the profound understanding of who we are if we simply trust and live with and through you. 2023 is going to be an amazing year. Let the remnant 
bring the light to the world. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, we are off and running in 2023. And I'm sure by tomorrow we'll have enough crazy to fill a bushel basket. But in the meantime, rest easy knowing that San Francisco got flushed last night and the streets are now clean. <laughs> Thank you, Father God. And that's makes me smile. It has made me smile all day long. Patriots, again, thank you for an amazing 2022. Look forward to an amazing and incredible 2023. There's a lot ahead, and it's going to be exciting. It's going to be an adventure. I guarantee we're going to see the craziest stuff we ever imagined. And I know in my heart that by the end of this year, wherever I think I am in relationship to God will be deeper, greater, more profound than I ever imagined by the end of 2023. It's going to be great. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we're here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow on the second day of the new year for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now.
chasing mountains I can't climb. Holding out for heroes in the night. I find myself here in the dark. We learn to fight and learn who we are. But I am raised up to face the stars full of light. And we are. Out of my mind, like a dark in the distance. Wild. We are wild. Standing at the edge of a great sea. Sometimes it takes all you got. Makes you shiver and I